4 p.m. on a Sunday, Boston, Massachusetts. Hey guys, I got some news, some terrible news. We got a huge problem. I feel like we could do a podcast and it would be a million times better than whatever that drivel was we were listening to. What the hell is a podcast? What is that? The future of radio. You Hey, yo, and welcome to the Always Sunny Cast. I'm your host, Eric. And I'm your co-host, Ross. And this is the podcast where we go through It's Always Sunny, episode by episode, scene by scene, and we break it all down, and we talk about it, and we try to figure out what makes it so funny. Hell yeah, that's what we do. <laughs> I guess. Very <laughs> loose, very loose, flimsy premise. Uh, at least I, I like to think that's what we do. <laughs> like We used to do it through the lens of we're studying comedy to be better improvisers. Right. But we, we don't, don't do that anymore, so... <laughs> We kind of give yeah. it up on that angle. Yeah, we give it like yeah because occasionally we we'll see something and be able to point it out and yeah, talk about it, it and pull it apart. But it, it'll remind us of improv. But since we're not like in the thick of it, it's not always on the forefront of my mind. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's really taking a backseat. I used to live, eat, and sleep improv. Like it was all I thought about all day. Yeah, all <laughs> games is all I thought about. Yeah. Like, okay. Well, now how do I map <laughs> this? How do I like? It's so crazy. Now it like barely crosses my mind. <laughs> Same. Ross, before we jump into this episode here, uh, I got an email here from Matthew W. And he's oh, I know a- Matthew W. Sure, Matthew W. Yeah, he's <laughs> been with us for a while. Uh, he informed us that that we always talk about the the Spotify. Is there some sort of Spotify playlist of Always Sunny songs and? We actually never follow through and look it up or do anything other than remember it while we're talking on the podcast and then never do anything after. Well, I think at, uh, when we first started, I looked into doing it and then gave up immediately, <laughs> <laughs> if I'm being honest. Well, he, he's, he sent a nice email here, and he says that there actually is one, and it's called The Always Sunny in Philadelphia, The Soundtrack. And it's got everything on there, you know, like. Just a friend and the boys oh, okay. and men. like all yeah. the songs that have come through. All the, the hits, show. All, all the, the hits, shots, all the, all the big good ones. ones. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, he also said that he just welcomed a uh, a new child. So congratulations, Matthew. Way to go! And he says, "Congratulations!" In sixteen, in 16 years, he'll show he'll show him always funny. <laughs> <laughs> sixteen years, quite a quite a. You can wait for it, but it's worth the wait. Yeah, hopefully it all still makes sense. H- how early would you show a child? It's always sunny. I don't know, 14? 14? Yeah. When they're aware of things going on in the world, they're, they're definitely sentient. <laughs> they know good, they know they have morals and stuff. Yeah, that's good, 14. All right. Well, it's a good that... example of what bad people are, you know? Right, <laughs> right yeah. Uh, Dad, why do you act just like these people? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, yeah, let's, uh, Ross, before we jump into this episode, I have, can I ask you something? Yeah, what do you got? Do I look foolish? <laughs> <laughs> Would you wear that mask? <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's jump into this. <laughs> Season 7, episode 10, How Mac Got Fat. Original air date is November 17th, 2011. Written by Scott Motter and Mehar Sethi. Uh, new name here, Mayhar Sethi. And I think, uh, if you know, uh, you got some inside info on this episode, correct? Yeah, I did. And also some of the stuff that I looked up, this is sort of two episodes spliced together, right? 
Yes. So I'm going to say that's probably why we got two writers here. But Mehar Sethi, he's written on things like Archer, The Cleveland Show, BoJack Horseman, The Mick, Robot Chicken, and hmm. stuff like that. He's been, you know, he's around. He pops around. And he's going to write a bunch of Always Sunny episodes. He, he writes 11 Always Sunny episodes altogether, so... Uh, uh, within yeah. the season? Uh, I'm next, sorry, ne- like the season or next season? Next season. Or, okay. He starts popping up next season, yeah. Uh, and then we have it direct. We have it directed by two people as well, Randall Einhorn and Matt Shackman, we, we've, who we've had previous, both, you know, Randall oh, Einhorn Oh, the has, Shack? I know the Shack. Yeah, and Randall Einhorn has been uh, <laughs> directing episodes for a while. Um, again, it must be because of the two different episodes, right? Yeah, likely. So let's just let's just get out. Let's just say it right now that this episode was, uh, and uh, part of this episode was an unaired episode from the last season about the gang getting successful. So whenever we're seeing Mac skinny or them like the success part is like footage, I guess from a pre- a previous episode. Yes. Pretty crazy. Yeah, I mean that kind of leads me into a little bit of like some of the information I got. Uh, I reached out to our inside horse because. How is this filmed? Yeah, let's go. Let's not rely on IMDb, some nitwit on IMDb. Let's actually get from the source. <laughs> the source of the horse. <laughs> Tell me, what do you want? Uh, I mean, we're not going to learn too much more information other than um, something about a scene that like didn't even make this episode. But from our inside horse, I wanted to reach out and see how this was filmed. He said, in season six, there was an episode that never that was never completed because it apparently didn't make the cut and didn't make sense. Okay, so it wasn't completed. It's not like it was just unaired. It made, the way I read it made it sound like it was just unaired. It was never I, completed. Yeah, like I believe in the editing and cutting it together, it didn't properly make sense or maybe you just right, they right. decided, nah, this isn't worth yeah, airing. Okay, okay. Uh, and it was called The Gang Gets Successful and leaned into concepts of the bullshit capitalist pseudo self-help turd titled The Tipping Point, which is a Malcolm Gladwell book that we'll hear yeah. Mac reference later in the episode. Right. After the decision that Mac made for the character for season seven, Getting Fat, they saw an opportunity to recycle those old scenes by making an ex- episode explaining why Mac got fat. Of course, I mean, this is um, the inside horse reitering in information that you already kind of gave us earlier about this season. Spli- yeah, being spliced together. Uh, no, just about uh, Mac gaining weight. Oh, right. So, right, like, right. outside the storyline is that Rob, in his relentless pursuit to deconstruct the American sitcom, realized that the longer a show goes, the prettier characters get, and he wanted to do the opposite. We do get information about a, a scene that, like, isn't even part of this. Like, he doesn't even know uh, where the footage for this is. I saw this online. Is this, like, the meat bomb going off? Yes. So, they even shot a scene, like, of Frank and Charlie under a bridge blowing up a meat cone. And uh, he says, I wonder what happened to that scene. I always wonder if that's what caused him to say, what the fuck is this, when editing and then abandoning it. Uh, it's cool I saw... I saw a still image of this scene, like a sh- clip, like just of the of the of it going off, and then in the background. <laughs> yeah, I think I've seen that before too. <laughs> but he does go on to say, "It's cool that Charlie got to kick Scott Martyr and Rob Roselle out of patties, though." That's right. We're gonna talk about those guys later on. Yeah, for sure. Oh, nice. Thank you, Inside Horse. Appreciate that. That's good info. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, great info. I'd rather hear it from the from from someone that was there than just like 
you know, IMDb being, can I, sometimes I'm like, is this true? <laughs> you know right. I mean? Can I say this? <laughs> 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 uh, all right. All right. And uh, okay. We took a little detour there, but Ross, what is that IMDb Hulu summary? Okay, uh, IMDb says, During confession, Mac tells a priest how Patty's sudden spell of success resulted in him becoming fat and why the rest of the gang is to blame. Okay. All right. And Hulu says, Step inside the confession booth with Mac as he tells a befuddled priest why his fatness is the fault of the other members of the gang. Wait, that was the IMDb one? No, that was the Hulu. Oh, the Hulu one is getting sort of... <laughs> like like poetic in their writing there. That's like that's a little unnecessary. Yeah, Step a little into bit of it. style into it. Hey, like sales pitchy. Yeah, Step welcome. Inside. Like welcome to the show. Yeah, very. Uh, that's an I like interesting Hulu, approach. I like the Hulu one. All right, cold open twelve twenty p.m. on a Sunday in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Mac is in a confession booth confessing his sins to a priest. Yeah, so it's been. <laughs> a One week, week since this last. <laughs> is that true? Do you think that's true? This priest obviously doesn't know. Doesn't seem to know Mac. That's what I was thinking too, because he doesn't. He if he doesn't go here every week, then the priest doesn't know him. Right. Uh. So does he skip around churches in Philadelphia? I don't think it's but, true. I just don't think it's true. So <laughs> yeah, he just doesn't go to confession. Now, let me. I want to ask you: Have you ever been to confession? Have you done this? Uh, not as an adult. No. No, but I but have. You did, was, like, you did maybe like twice when I was like growing up. Oh, see, I'm surprised by that. I don't put you because I I went I uh, unfortunately went to a Catholic school, uh, kindergarten to eighth grade, uh, and we had I'd been in, I'd been I to a confessional many times. Like I've done this many many times, uh, and that's how you start. You say, "Bless me, Father, for I have sinned." It's been, and you got to say how long it's, it's been. been. It's been. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know that whole spiel, like, you had to, like, prepare, yeah. and, like, we actually practiced in, like, Sunday school, like, <laughs> how to do it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the teacher would, like, walk you through it and pretend to be the priest. Right, right. Yeah, it's just, but, so, Ma- yeah, Max in here, bless him, Father, for he's sin. He's been one week since he's been there, and his sin is, I guess, that he's fat. Yeah, so... Uh, 15 right, seconds. I-, I clocked it at 17 seconds is when we get the blackout. Okay, okay. So that's, that's I got, when I got I, 15, okay. But I, that uh, might be the quickest we've ever gotten a Oh, it 100% is, it 100% without a doubt, the quickest one. It may be the quickest one there is. And in combination with that, the quickest we get, like, a guest on... Yo, I guess, I guess you so. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, both. Yeah, yeah. Let me get <laughs> uh, Father Cullen's credits out of the way. He is okay. William Morgan Shepherd, born 1932 from uh, Shepherd, England. Uh, recently passed in 2019 um, in L.A. He was in Star Trek VI, uh, Transformers, Gettysburg, Needful Things. He was in episode of MacGyver, Quantum Leap, uh, Biker from Mars, Dexter, Doctor Who, Mad Men. Kind of skipped around. He's had a long career. Nice, yeah. Um, he plays a good befuddled priest in this. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely got an accent, which like, <laughs> couldn't help but be like, okay. It's always an Irish priest, right? What is that? The priests are always Irish. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's just playing up that, like, Philadelphia Irish, like, I don't know. A Catholic Irish bar? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get an Irish Catholic priest. Uh, Yeah, 15 seconds, and we get the tarot card. How Mac got fat. Now, I, I hate to be a little pedantic. I almost think 
how the the game got successful is a better title. And then yeah. we just happened to find out how he got fat within the episode. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But I, it's not really how Matt got fat. It's why Matt got fat. Sure. You know, yeah. just to be pedantic because I'm like that. I go, yeah, oh, yeah. well, we know how he did it. This is the <laughs> why he did it. So uh, after the opening credits at a church, Mac begins to tell a priest about the last couple weeks. Um, he's yelling up at the sky here about the great and angry God, smite his friends. It's kind of like Dennis behavior. <laughs> <laughs> he wants God to kill his friends. <laughs> smite them. <laughs> smite them. Sounds so bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds like you like wipe them from existence. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, smite them. Um, and he's pissed and he's blaming, his thing is that he's blaming them for what happened to him. Uh, his friends made him fat and the, the priest has a good question. How? Yeah. Were, were they, they force feeding you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. He says, not exactly. <laughs> not, <laughs> not exactly. exactly. <laughs> uh, but they got successful and then they became monsters. He calls like, he says the word monster a lot in this episode. They're all monsters. And sinners. And even calls Dennis a monster when he's got the face. <laughs> oh face. yeah, that's right. <laughs> and D's a sinner, sloth. That's yes. a sin, right? <laughs> Lazy's a sin. <laughs> Lazy. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, they, his friends became successful, and they became monsters. So in fact, he'd like to confess on them. Turn it around there. <laughs> uh, can you do that? <laughs> you had to confession. Can you confess for other people? That would be nuts. I mean, that would be so crazy. Um, that would be so crazy. And, and it's funny too because the priest is like, "Yeah, I don't think you know how confession works." Like, this seems to be his first time there. Yeah, it doesn't seem like Mac actually goes there on a weekly basis. Uh, but of course, like all things like this, the priest needs context. He needs to know like what exactly is going on. So he's going to start at the beginning. And he, so basically, basically, you know, it's interesting this episode, like Mac is, first of all, Mac's the only person in the present that we ever see. Every time we see anyone else in the gang, it's, it's in flashbacks. flashbacks. Yeah. Mac is the only person we see in the present and he sort of sets up each, it's almost like an improv format where he sets up each person's game before we see the flashback of the scene. Like he says like D was doing this and then oh, Charlie couldn't handle it. So da, da, da. It's, he's like, he's like telling on all these people and like giving them a game and then we're watching the scene. Yeah. It, it goes through every time we flash back to him, he's like telling on a different person. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I, and you know what? This episode is actually so, so I like love this episode because it's a good every episode, character yeah. get kind of gets their own journey a little bit. Right, yeah. Like, everyone has a very clear... And they, they we'll talk about it later, but they more or less clear-cut say what everybody's game is. The Dennis being like, vain. Uh, psychotically vain, <laughs> D being sad, B, D being needy pathetic. and desperate, and, and pathetic, and, and Charlie being sad. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it yeah. literally sets up exactly what they do on every episode. Every episode? Basically, you mean every that, scene. <laughs> well, that, in this in this every scene, but that's their character game in Oh, general. sure, yeah. You know, in every episode, their yeah. specific game individually, yeah. and um, we actually get to see um, members of the gang interacting with like the general public, which is yeah, which cool. is <laughs> <laughs> it's always, All right, yeah. I got to say these things 
up top kind of. Right, like, no, because uh, you're right. Because this is an episode I don't really pop on all that much. It's not in the rotation. Same for me, and I was actually reluctant to like review it, and then like I started to love it. <laughs> yeah, like I right. love this episode. The it's dentist like, stuff <laughs> is really strong. The dentist <laughs> stuff is yeah. really really strong. So then we flash back to find the bar busy and Frank returning from a trip from North Carolina. A trip to North Carolina. Uh, look who's back. <laughs> he's coming in. He's got a shitload of fireworks. Yeah, he's got a paper bag, a plastic bag. <laughs> he's like... <laughs> These fireworks look like dynamite. <laughs> Don't they? Like, like they DNT. Like, they do. Like when they're on the demolator. Like these are like... Have you ever messed around with fireworks? They're illegal in our state, we should say. Yeah, I've seen them before. Uh, I don't mess around with them. I you think knew the... when you were a kid? Like, just, you didn't mess no, around with No, my parents, kid? like, scared the hell out of me. Really? Yeah. Oh, man, we had, there was a whole illegal firework trade in my neighborhood when I was a kid. Like, <laughs> straight Chelsea, up. Chelsea, like, Massachusetts. <laughs> yeah, straight up. It was, like a, it was like prison where, like, you could trade a pack of fireworks for, like, whatever you could get. Like, it was like. What would you trade for, a, a, like, a, like, an M80? Like, <laughs> it's, it's hard to remember now, but like you would buy them off each other, or just like, oh, you had someone had a toy that you wanted or something. It's like I'll trade you this for one of your toys. But yeah, there was like we had, you know, we had whistlers and jumping jacks and firecrackers, and yeah, we we used to mess with all of them. They, we think they were probably came down from New Hampshire. Likely, yeah, that's so the only place I've like kind of seen them in the wild. Yeah. It was just like you would just be like, oh, so-and-so's got fireworks. Oh, this person's got fireworks. Oh, you know what I mean? You just, it was crazy. We, you'd go nuts for them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but yeah. But uh, we never had anything like what Frank's walking in with. Frank's walking in with, like, artillery. <laughs> <laughs> Gunpowder. What was Frank doing in North Carolina? Uh, that, I mean, was the whole trip to go get fireworks so you can come back and blow stuff up? Yeah, I don't know. It's a good How question. long is he in North Carolina also? <laughs> it's just a funny thing to be like, I'm back and then specifically from North Carolina. It's like make that very specific. Yeah, I, I looked up like they have a pretty like strict like firework law. So like I was trying to think like what, what are they loose with fireworks down there? No, the, it seems like they're pretty tight. In North Carolina? Yeah. That's straight. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Man. Yeah. I don't know. But uh, what's this? This bar's packed as shit. And yeah, there is. There's people everywhere. It seems like a, like a happening bar. Yeah, Max behind the bar doing some dishes. Charlie's changing a keg. Dennis is busy making drinks. Yeah, they don't got, got really time. On. They don't have time for Frank. So after the bar is closed, the gang has a meeting and realize they have tipped. So yeah, they're curious about what is possibly going on here. You know, you know what? Before we get too far into this, we always talk about why doesn't the gang just run the bar? You mean you know what I mean? Like they're doing they some were crazy doing shit. It. This is well, this this episode proves they just can't. They can't just <laughs> run their bar. You know what no. I mean? Like no, <laughs> they had the opportunity to simply run the bar, and they just couldn't do it. But what was different? Like Frank was gone. They got to concentrate. I don't know. Yeah, it, yeah. Just one of those. I, I, maybe it's just one of those things where. Because they've had moments of success before Frank came along. <laughs> oh, totally. Yeah, they have. It's, it's come and gone. They've ruined it. But <laughs> but this is like, they didn't have to do anything. All they had to do is just run the bar. They just mm. they still couldn't do it. Mac, is, Mac comes up with the idea, though, that they have tipped. Right. And there's this, he says this idea of if you make a bunch of right decisions over time, you eventually tip. Like that book, The Tipping Point. Did you look up The Tipping Point? I looked that up a little bit. Um, I just 
the main thing out of it was like there's three rules. Yeah, I saw that too. Now, t- may- I skimmed the Wikipedia. I didn't see anything about this Mac idea of you keep doing the right thing. Do you see anything about that? No. Me either. So I don't know exactly what Mac's talking about, really. I, I guess he just doesn't understand the idea of the tipping point. It is what any of them doing at all like the book, The Tipping Point? It doesn't seem it. No, I don't think so. No, they're not doing any. Like, the three rules are, like, the law of the few. So, like, influencers spreading the word of your idea or product. Um, and the stickiness factor is another one, whether it's memorable. Um, Ross, uh, Ross, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to quote Dennis from The Game Gets Whacked. I, I, I'm confused by the whole thing. Uh, Honestly, I was too. I, I couldn't get through it. I was like... This guy is writing like nonsense. And can people you imagine are eating re- it up. Can you imagine reading that book like a nonfiction book that seems to be about nothing? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, it's funny because I uh, like saw a bunch of like criticisms about Malcolm Gladwell specifically and talking about he talks about nothing, right. <laughs> <laughs> which I think is. Like and the Wikipedia was hot enough for me to be like, I, I want to be like, what am I even reading? Like I truly couldn't. I may as well read the book. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but this, I this from I could be wrong, but from what I've looked at, this this idea of keep doing the right thing and then you tip. I, I don't know what that specifically is, but it is a funny idea. But and, and Charlie, I love this breakdown here of Charlie, D, and Dennis all have their own reasons why they tipped. And it's an individual reason. It's not like the group, whatever. It's just Yeah, one. they all have like a newfound responsibility for like, they're, right. they all take it upon themselves like, oh, well, it must be the thing that I'm doing. Or right. What I contribute. Now, Charlie is interesting this episode. And it's, this is a thing with Charlie that's never really said or like... Charlie seems to care the most about the bar. Don't you feel that way? Yes. Um, Even pr- later on in episodes, like the episode with the inspection, and just like Charlie wants to run. Charlie cares about the bar. Like, you know, he's doing wrong things. He's burning the trash. But he's yeah. trying. He thinks he's, he's helping the, right the bar. Yeah. yeah. He seems the only one that puts any effort into the bar. Can we say that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Uh, close second is maybe D. I don't know. <laughs> That's even like I, mean, I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, like so when he says Charlie comes up with the idea that he, you know, it's because he keeps a clean bar and people. Yeah, come. Wh- what was that clean bar I went to last week? <laughs> Have you ever done that at a bar? I thought this bar's <laughs> clean. I'm gonna come back. Hey, do you see how clean that bar is? Let's go there. <laughs> um, and, and I like that because Charlie does you know, try. And the rats, he's down there killing the rats. He is trying to keep the bar clean. Yeah. Uh, even though, you know, he's not necessarily doing the right thing. And then so, but, you know, they're like, okay, D is like, yeah. And also, it's probably because D's so funny. Yeah, it's her comedy, man. It's like <laughs> all her funny jokes and, you know, everyone comes in. They're like, oh, it's a cute, funny waitress with all the one-liners, hilarious jabs. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, my favorite is probably Dennis. This is my favorite one of why this the bar tipped. Yeah, good-looking guy like myself takes pride in his personal appearance, takes pride in his <laughs> personal hygiene, has gray hair. I like how he says pride twice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like he, this reminds me of uh, when they're trying to figure out who got deep pregnant. When he's like, "Oh yeah, I banged the uh, peacock chick." Right, right. That's it. So we solved it. <laughs> 
He's kind of like doing that in this too, and he's like, "Oh, so that's what you're saying." I said, "You know what I mean?" Like it's like, "Oh, it's something completely." Yeah. Oh, that's what you're saying. Okay, that's it. We figured it out. I totally forgot about it. (laughs) Yeah, and he's like, "Oh well," then they're like, "That's not what we're trying to figure out." (laughs) Yeah. So, but uh, no, no, Max. Like, Max. Like, listen. Let's just like. Stay the same. Let's keep going. And he lays out everyone's game. Like, let's keep doing, doing, no matter how uh, psychotically vain points mm-hmm. to Dennis. Dennis. That is like Dennis's game. That's perfect. Needy and pathetic for needy D. And, needy and pathetic for D. And then just plain sad. For Charlie, yeah. <laughs> and Sorry, it's Charlie. true. Like, that is like a, such a breakdown of like, if you want to write their characters up on a whiteboard. Yeah. Those are their main traits. Their main traits. Yes. Uh, psychotically vain. <laughs> and like, imagine like one of your friends just said that about you. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> like just right in front of you, like psycho- And then he calls another one like pathet- you're pathetically sad. You know, you're you're plain sad. <laughs> Let's not put a label on it. <laughs> What's that? Yeah, we don't know <laughs> whose belongs to what. And... But all right, let's just do for the for Dennis suggests just for the first time. Let's just do the right thing. Go home and get a good night's rest and, you know, keep doing what they're doing. Get a good night's sleep. Mm -hmm. Uh, Matt continues the story and we see Frank trying to pitch ideas to Charlie. So that sleep would never come with a little voiceover we hear from Matt. Yeah. And we're in Charlie's apartment, which we haven't been in in quite a while. Quite a while, I think. Yeah. If there's anything I could say, I think you're probably going to agree with me. I think if there's anything negative I could say about this episode is that Frank doesn't have enough to do. Yeah, I agree. He's kind of lingering. Yes. And his game is that he's pitching bad ideas. And throwing Charlie off. Yeah. But wouldn't it have been, for me, I think I would have made him pitching good ideas for the first time. And they're going, no, 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 we can't listen now because we're doing this other thing. Yeah, that would have been uh, yeah, good juxtaposition of the group. They right, all think they've yeah. got it covered. Meanwhile, right. if they don't, they're screwing it up. Yeah. But Frank has something to contribute. And Max says later on, like, yeah, Frank was pitching ideas, and he's not good at pitching ideas because they just don't listen to him or ignore him. But they actually are good ideas. You know what I mean? They can be sometimes, right? I think that would give him a little more to do. For sure, In- yeah. Instead of just hitting Charlie with a stick, more or less. And putting up stop signs. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, but that is very funny. I would keep the stop sign thing. Yeah, yeah, that was a good bit. Uh, yeah, so we're in Charlie's apartment. So Frank has an idea here now about taking M80s and sticking them in a lamb. Does he mean a, a live lamb? No, no, I think he means a lamb meat, you know? Okay, <laughs> okay I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> Frank, uh, Charlie's kind of bothered by Frank because Charlie's trying to, like, do the right thing and go to sleep. And he doesn't, he's kind of like, leave me alone, Frank. Yeah, Charlie's the only one in this episode that tries to do the right thing. Um, yeah, interesting. Frank's kind of throwing them off that. Right. Yeah. Frank's bothering them. And we see them sleeping in bed together. We haven't seen this in a while. Right. Um, so he wants to. So so what does he want to do exactly, Russ? He wants to flash cook a year a, a, a gyro. Yeah, that's a good idea. Flash cook a sandwich. <laughs> I love how it comes to him in the moment of like, yeah. yeah. Like, he sure, just realized that. what he's doing, sort of. <laughs> Yeah, like, he didn't really have a plan. It was just blowing it up. Yeah, he just wanted <laughs> to see some shock and awe. They say gyro, but I believe it is pronounced gyro. And uh, have you ever had a gyro? No. Have you? Uh, yeah, I have. I mean, I've had, In like, 
Well, it's it's pretty close to a falafel if you like, because I don't eat meat, so I have them without meat. But typically, a gyro is um, kind of a wrap, right? It's in a pita bread. It's a, a gyro is a sandwich that has lamb, beef, pork, or chicken in a pita bread, topped with lettuce, tomato, onion, or and tzatziki sauce. Mm-hmm. Uh, very good. Uh, the, when I have it like with a falafel instead, it's basically a falafel, but it's good. <laughs> I mean, believe it or not, I actually uh, used to make. Uh, Euro oh, that's sandwiches. right. You worked at the pita place. I worked place. at the pita pit. <laughs> the pita pit. That's right. <laughs> the, pita, the pita pit sounds like a fake like sitcom. <laughs> it sounds like the place from <laughs> 90210. <laughs> the peach pit. So you made you made gyros and you never tried one. No, I never did. You're a nut. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm a, I'm a picky eater. Yeah. A meat bomb. He's going to set off a meat bomb. Charlie freaks out here. It's kind of like a temper tantrum, like a child. Yeah, he just thinks it's like a terrible waste of idea, um, waste of good lamb, and in just like a terrible idea in general. So he's just going to go back to sleep. Right, and, he, and and Frank keeps coming at it, but nope, he's going to go in the crevice. Yeah, Charlie screams, holds his head, <laughs> and just like 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 rolls around until he <laughs> gets into the crevice. The crevice? They like, don't go in the crevice. No, not the crevice. Uh, this is such like a little kid thing. Uh, it's funny though. The cre- I like the idea of the crevice. Like <laughs> yeah, Max seems to know about it when he calls. Like Yeah, it's a it's a established I wish we got tree. It sooner. <laughs> right, right, right. I read this stupid thing on this is one of the this is on the trivia. This 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 type of shit aggravates the hell out of me. When Charlie is freaked out about something and he appears t- and he happens to be in his apartment. He just goes into the crevice. This is probably a reference to the Nightcrawler's game. No. I don't think so. No. It, there's no evidence for that. Or <laughs> Wait. No. No. <laughs> no. Just Wrong. Just, uh, just, uh, just, uh, just uh, a swing. I guess you're swinging at something. But you don't have to write anything. You know what I mean? Like, you don't <laughs> have to write stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Someone was so desperate to write something and get something on the internet. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so he's in the crevice, and the phone rings. It's Mac. He wants to go out and rage. What time do you think it is? Uh, like midnight? I don't know. Yeah, 11? midnight, one in the morning. What time do you think the bar closes, their bar? Oh, yeah, you're right. Shit. Like, if they just came from the bar and they're sleeping, right. it's probably like four in the morning, I, I think, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, easily. I mean, easily four in the morning. Yeah. Uh, but you, and no, there's no uh, going home and resting for Mac, apparently. Interesting. He was the one that said we all got to keep doing the thing that we right <laughs> that we're doing, and then he's the first to bail on the first <laughs> task of just going yeah. to bed early. Right. Yeah. And when Frank answers the phone, he's and he says like he's like hey yo, and he's like he's like what's up, you know he says that. <laughs> yeah. It reminds me of <laughs> it reminds me of Billy Higdon. It, like, oh, really? like I don't the way he goes what's up, I feel like the way Billy Higdon would say <laughs> what's up on the phone with you like. <laughs> I don't know. There's something about his cadence that reminds me of Billy Higdon. I'll have to let him know. And because uh, there's no way he's listening to this. Oh no, 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 <laughs> no chance. But yeah, when he says, "Oh no, you know, where's Charlie? I want to go rage," and Charlie's in the crevice. Ah, oh, shit, the crevice. I'll come out with you though. We'll go out. You and me. We'll go together. We'll have a dial ball. tone. <laughs> Click dial Hello? tone. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> well, Frank. <laughs> so like from that interaction it makes me seem like they didn't hang out together but do they that's kind of unclear i don't think they do but they do something that's very like later on we find out what he did yeah it's very different it's Strange. very frank and and charlie-ish yeah yeah 
Uh, so back in the present, the priest stop Ma- stops Mac's story and suggests that he focuses on himself. But you don't understand because Frank's not the, Frank's the guy that doesn't come up with plans. Not the, that's so he's like setting up Frank's game there. Right, right. Just coming up with no or no good plans, just strictly bad plans. Yeah. And he wants to let the priest know about the key players and how success affected them. <laughs> He's really laying this story out. Yeah, because the priest isn't understanding how this relates to Max weight gain. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, by the way, I meant to mention this earlier. Like that scene we just saw, mm-hmm. how could Mac know that happened? Uh, He has to imagine they argued. And yeah, I mean, there's a lot of like, you don't <laughs> know. And also we have the unreliable narration of mac of course we get some like d dialogue later saying she's like pro-abortion and stuff the because because mac wouldn't know anything where mac isn't actually any scene that mac isn't in he wouldn't know he shouldn't be able to tell yeah like the four-way intersection scene like all that stuff like he wouldn't know any of that right he would just have to hear about it afterwards yeah 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 um and uh the priest suggests, you know, why don't you focus on yourself? But I haven't done very much wrong. Okay, yes, you know what, Father? I'm just going to plow ahead because I'm <laughs> sensing some resistance. And Dennis always tells me, never let someone's <laughs> resistance stop you from getting what you want. Oh, I don't like that. <laughs> the priest is like, what? Who's <laughs> yeah, this guy? <laughs> I don't like that at all. Uh, this is funny. Like, uh, that is the gang, though. They they plow on ahead. I mean, you, you it's hard to resist them. But they don't let they don't let up. <laughs> like yeah, do you with trying to tell a joke later? Right. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, speaking of that, this is where, like I said, each like each little flashback is set up by Mac in a way of like, this is the game and then we see it. He said he says to the priest that, you know, now it's D he's, now it's his turn to rat on D. Uh you know, D's inflated ego about her comedy was keeping her from doing her job. And then we see a flashback of D trying out her material on some people <laughs> in the bar. You know, kids these days, they have so many choices than we had when we were little. Am is, I right? Is there is there any, like, for me personally, is there any worse humor than kids these days humor? Ugh, yes. <laughs> kids it's, these I don't know, days It just humor. sounds so, like, I don't know, right to the right like or just out unwilling of t- to change, yeah, being yeah, out of touch. Out like, of touch. To tell me you're out of touch. It's crazy. Right like, away. I always think like when I was a kid growing up, you know, when I'll we were, like, never be that guy that says. <laughs> yeah, I, I would say that too. The good old but, days. Uh, but when I was a kid in high school, like adults, people older than me, said the stupidest shit possible all the time. And then mm-hmm. now when I'm older, they're still saying the stupidest shit. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to sound <laughs> like them. He's still uh, saying the stupidest shit. Dude, I'm so self-conscious about that. that me too. Like, <laughs> I, I look, like, I work with some younger folks. And then, <laughs> like, during the holidays, when around my cousins, who are, like, 20 and 22. Yeah. They're floating around that age. So, like, I look to them to see, like, what's going on in the world? Like, <laughs> where, <laughs> which yeah, of like, my I opinions be? I don't, I, I don't want to be, like, yeah, out of touch and just dumb. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, which is <laughs> too late. But yeah, like. that's right. You're right. I'm like teetering on the edge, but I'm like, uh, like by the time like terms like that slaps, like that means like no, that thing that slaps. When that gets around to me, it's already too late, and it's like yeah, we're on. We're, we're, he, my 
my cousins say like the like terms like I, I'll never understand. Yeah, like, but I don't were... judge them though. Do you know what I mean? I just go, okay, that's fine. They're not for me because when I was a kid, the adults would be, oh, it's stupid. Everything's stupid. Everything you guys do is stupid. It's like shut the hell up. You know what I mean? No, like, yeah, yeah. I'm on your it's side. Not for, it's not for you. Like it's not for me because I'm too old, and that's fine. Yeah, I shouldn't be saying that anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like it's fine. It's just not the people me, I right? interact with on a daily basis won't even know what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I wonder what the punchline of these kids these days and they have more choices like what is, like, was, how could that be a bad thing, thing? proposed it yeah <laughs> yeah like what is her what is her uh her like, how does that end yeah like what could be funny about that well uh, you know you keep interrupting me so i'm not gonna get to the punchline <laughs> you know you have anything on this this couple that's interrupting her uh yeah so they're an actual couple yeah then i got that in the trivia they're married in real life that was in the trivia oh that that was an imdb trivia it was on the wiki trivia yeah Oh, okay. So we have Lenora Pitts and Scott Pitts. Lenora Pitts is from Grand Forks, North Dakota. She was in Fool's Paradise, The Rookie, Lauren Order, Boston Public, and a few other titles as well. Uh, she's the founder of LA's uh, Women Film Collection Collective. So oh, wow. like an organization that brings like women working in the film industry together, which is pretty cool. And I believe she's an improviser. Um, we have Scott Pitts, who is in Fool's Paradise, Shithouse, Togetherness, I Hate My 30s, and I believe he's he's a photographer. And they're both friends with Charlie Day on um, Instagram, I noticed. So, it must be personal friends, I believe. Yeah, well, that sounds about right. Um, the guy doesn't talk at all, but I, it's weird that he's credited. He doesn't do anything. I know, there are people in this episode that do talk, like the guy that um, interrupts D. For his drinks, that this guy's not. not he's not credited. Uh, there is another guy credited, but I mean, we can just pretend it's him. <laughs> well, who do you think the other guy is? Uh, sandwich guy. Sandwich guy. Yeah, there's a guy named Sandwich Guy in this episode, and I could not attribute it to anybody. Well, maybe that is a remnant of the cut episode. Maybe I don't know. Sandwich guy. Right. <laughs> Sean Maroney. Credit him. Let's hear it. Yeah, Sean <laughs> Maroney. He was in Portrait of the Zombie and The Walking Dead. And there's another woman while we're at it. I'll just get it out of the way. Uh, bar customer played by April Whalen. I could not attribute this person, but I did see her behind D, like walking around, maybe sitting at a booth. Okay. Um, she was uh, born 1983 from San Diego, California. She's done some acting and some stand-in mostly. She was in NCIS, Pretty Little Liars, Lethal Weapon, Young Sheldon, and she's the author Pandora Syndrome, which is subtitled A Vampire Necromancer, which oh, sounds okay. interesting. <laughs> yeah, sure. Well, Dee's here trying to get her joke out. A guy, excuse me, excuse me, I'm, I'm waiting on some beers. <laughs> I mean, it's it's like, would you want to watch Kung Fu Panda on Blu-ray? <laughs> excuse me? <laughs> When the when she turns around, what oh is my the joke? God, yeah, she what? goes, yeah, I know. She goes, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Like, it's crazy that anyone in this bar has a beer, or like, anything. yeah, or got anything at this point at the rate she's moving. And uh, this the the woman is sitting in the bar also is waiting for a couple margaritas as well. <laughs> yeah. Well, can I finish the joke? Because the funny part comes at the end. You're gonna miss it if I don't. Well, the thing is that her jokes aren't landing. She's saying a lot of jokes. And <laughs> well, you keep interrupting me, and that's why I'm not getting to the punchline. 
and they talk over each other and they argue and argue. I, I love this like little argument that they have. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> and D ends with, "Well, you're not getting any margaritas." <laughs> Great ending to that. <laughs> so over uh, over behind the bar, Charlie is getting flustered and calls a company meeting in the restroom. Why do we have this? What is this? <laughs> he's is a, just a bar carousel. Yeah, it's probably some sort of mixer or something. Yeah. What is it, though? Why, why do we have this? <laughs> why is he holding it and wondering? <laughs> uh, this is when Max shows up, and apparently he slept in. Slept in? It's almost the middle of the night. Why are yeah, you sleeping in? What time do you think it is? It's got to be like 8. Yeah, eight? Well, probably even later, you would think, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, but a, at least 8, at mm-hmm. least. And usually most Always Sunny episodes start like absurdly early in the morning. Oh, for sure, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they usually do, but yeah, he's up late. He slept in. Last night, he drank three bottles of champagne and hung out with a stray night, a stray dog all night under a bridge. It was awesome. Sweet. It was sweet. It's very, uh, that is like a Charlie and Frank, like, night. Well, yeah, I was going to say, um, like, all the characters kind of uh, act or behave like a different member of the gang in a certain way. Like, yeah. Mac uh, goes out and parties like... Um, Frank and Charlie would. Uh, Dennis has a physical humor thing that, like, mm-hmm. I think D would normally have, mm. like being in a back brace or something. Right, right, and Charlie right. is being the responsible, like, quarterback of the group, right. like Dennis would. I think it's interesting that they're all behaving like other members, but dealing with their own main problem. And the thing where they like, where Max says, like, we, everyone's just gonna keep doing the thing that they do, right? And in he's a the weird first that doesn't. And also, like, they kind of switched up, like, Charlie, sh- like, he even says it, I shouldn't be behind the bar, I shouldn't be in, like, and, and Mac will call it out later about Charlie being in charge, that's a switch up that shouldn't have happened, like, Charlie exactly. shouldn't have somehow yeah. became in charge. be in charge. Yeah. And then uh, uh, Dee comes up, and she wants, like, 20 margaritas so this bitch will listen to her kid <laughs> joke. <laughs> okay, Dee, uh, first of all, your jokes have land, all right? They so, please concentrate. <laughs> <laughs> like that's such like an improv thing with someone out of earshot will use the same term later right. on. They don't land. Like she uses they uses the same term. It's such a perfect writing to me. I love that. They don't land. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, he kind of blows up and has like a come together moment with everybody. Yeah, he's like, can't we just do like he's trying to wrangle everybody together. He's being the leader. He's trying to get things going. He mm-hmm. He's in clearly in over his head. He even says it. I'm in over my, you know, I'm yelling at customers and he shit. He's getting a little agitated, you know. Yeah. Can Dennis, please come here and do this. Like, yeah, where, where is Dennis? Is De- yeah, where is Dennis? But apparently Dennis has been in the bathroom for an hour. So that's okay. it. Company meeting. Company meeting. <laughs> they don't have enough, like, the term company meeting. They should have more it's quote unquote company meetings. Like, they don't really, <laughs> you know what I mean? They have meetings here and there, but, like, the official company meeting. Mm-hmm. So in the bathroom, we find out Dennis has dyed his hair black. Where are you, bud? Company meeting. Uh, I'm in here. All right, good, man. Hop on out. Company meeting. I don't want to. You have to. It's a company meeting. You have to... No. What's going on in there? I'm bashing it. Huh? I'm bashing it. Oh, no, 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 don't bash. Don't bash. Don't bash. I, I, I'll, I'll come out. I'll come out. Oh. 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 Uh, I saw a couple gray hairs, and I was like, I'll eradicate those, and then... With black paint? Well, just, just go easy on me, all right? Don't make fun of me or anything. I feel very sensitive right now. It's hard to maintain all this. You look like Superman. Oh, cool. Yeah, right on. Well, he was the original, right? So. The original what? S-s-s- superhero. Oh, 
He's like, is that what you're going for? No. Dude, come on. It wouldn't be that obvious. Like, if you didn't know me, you'd be like, oh, shit, maybe that's Superman. No, you wouldn't. Everyone knows who Superman is, and they know it's not you. Shit. Guys, come on. Right. Clearly, success is starting to get to all of us. We yeah. can't be Superman. Oh, yeah, no shit. I'm running around like an animal out there. I mean, all I'm doing is serving drinks. You're supposed to serve drinks. You're a waitress. People need their drinks, and we need a waitress to serve those drinks. Guys, don't change now, all right? We have a certain chemistry that got us here to begin with, all right? We don't need to start... Oh, that's terrible. Let's just get back out there and step it up a little bit, please. Let's just get back to work, man, and do You're what we good. do, okay? This scene is so funny. There's, like, so much <laughs> funny shit going on in this, this scene. Do you remember the line I told you to remember when we finished recording the last episode? The original? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. It made me laugh every time. Yeah, well, he was the original. <laughs> original what? <laughs> they couldn't even go... He was like, he was like a superhero. superhero? Like, he's like, he's like not even sure. <laughs> he's not sure. <laughs> oh my goodness, this scene is so funny. So yeah, uh, Charlie comes running in here. Company, hop on out. Company meeting. Very Mac to bash this door open, right? Very Mac. I'm bashing it. <laughs> the term bash, too. I don't think I've ever heard. Outside of I, it's outside always sunny. It's sunny. Like, Hammer, nobody, bash. Like... <laughs> I'm bashing it. And no, no, he's going to come out, and Dennis comes out with dyed black hair. Oh! <laughs> we have reactions. Oh! <laughs> oh! Like. And don't you love Dennis's language of when he found gray hairs, he thought he could eradicate them? I'll eradicate those. <laughs> eradicate? Eradicate. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of word is that? <laughs> Who uses a word like that? I'll eradicate those. I'll eradicate those. <laughs> like I could try to like say like I'm gonna consciously try to use the word eradicate, it and would I would never remember. It would sound so obvious though. It would sound obvious. If I try to just... use it, <laughs> it wouldn't land, as they say. Uh, yeah, I could just eradicate those. People would be like, "Who are you trying out? <laughs> trying out new words? <laughs> what do you have like a word a day calendar? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's gonna eradicate them, and what with black paint? Just don't make fun of me right now. I'm very sensitive. It's hard to maintain all this. Isn't that funny now? We see Dennis even later on, but Dennis being very vulnerable is very weird. Like, he's very, very, like, just don't make fun of me. Like, it's kind of, I feel bad. Yeah, (laughs) me too. I feel kind of bad. Then who points out that he looks like Superman? Is it? D. D Oh, D. You look like (laughs) Superman. Oh, (laughs) cool. He's yeah, right on. He was he was the original, right? So <laughs> the original what? I love Dad's Charlie. The original what? S- superhero. He was like, and then, <laughs> and then like the idea of like, is that what you're going for? And him saying, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but let's just say Ross, you didn't know him, and you saw him, you'd be like, oh shit, that's Superman. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> Everybody knows who Superman is, and they know it's not him. <laughs> 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 I so like funny. how Dennis is like trying to play up the Superman angle now. Like, yeah, even though that's not what he was what trying, he's trying to, to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, a little bit of trivia I saw online is that Dennis, I don't know how true this is, but Dennis apparently auditioned to be Superman in the Superman reboot. Wow. That would have been interesting. Yeah, definitely. I don't know how true that is or whatever. So it said like this could be a reference to that or something like that. Do, do they know which one, which Superman reboot or like what time period? Yeah, I it mean it's either two thousand. 
Yeah, because it's either Henry Cavill or what was there was one right before that one too. Well, I mean, for this to be a reference, it would have had to have happened oh, before right. the Henry Cavill thing. You're right. I was even thinking that. You're right. Yeah, it would have been that. It would have been that reboot that like, oh, what the hell was it called? I forget. I have, I have no idea. There's those middle ones that were like right before. I don't really fucks with DC outside uh, the Bale Batmans. Oh, I was gonna say the shoes. <laughs> Oh, DC, <laughs> DC, shoes. DC shoes. Huge skater. Huge skater. Uh, Shop at Journeys all the time. <laughs> and Charlie, uh, Charlie becomes like truly the voice of reason here, where he's telling everyone, like, listen, we got to do, we're, we're, we're screwing up. You know, he's basically saying we're screwing up. We got to stay what we're doing. And D's like, I know, out, D's just out there serving drinks. <laughs> Well, you're supposed to serve drinks. You're a waitress. People need their drinks, and we need a waitress to serve those drinks. Guys, don't change right now, right? Yeah, we have a certain chemistry that has got us here to begin with, all right? We don't need to start. Uh, that's terrible. He stops everything. That's terrible. Like, it's, on, it's on the you know the audio, people listening to it, but yeah, that part where he just goes like, ah, it's terrible. He's pointing at Dennis's head. <laughs> uh yeah, back to work. He wants everyone to go back to work. Uh, what does D think she's doing? Like, what is like? D think her role is if it's not to serve drinks. Yeah, like why can't she do both? What? <laughs> like do to both serve what? drinks and tell jokes. Like why? You know what I mean? Like why? Does, like you could do both. Well, she she's not a s- good comedian. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, I guess. Or a good waitress. She doesn't seem to, yeah, she's not good at either, but she doesn't <laughs> seem to get to her punchlines, which seems to be <laughs> That's a, problem. a problem. That's a problem when you're a comedian. You yeah. can't get to your punchline. <laughs> so back in the present at the church, Mac is told to stop eating and then continues his story. He's imitating Charlie here. Back to work, back to work. He, and he comments on Charlie being the voice of reason. Who made Charlie in charge? You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, yeah. He comments on the fact that it's kind of out of place for charlie to be doing this totally and the priest is like are you eating <laughs> and he is <laughs> where did he get that like because we've seen him sitting yeah, down we, early. this is kind of like a <laughs> pan over reveal yeah. you know he's got donuts m&ms he's got a bunch of stuff uh but the the, the priest wants him to finish or and or get out of there so he finishes them real quick uh, we see the cover of the donuts and dad's donuts which is in burbank california so Correct. Break the, break the illusion of <laughs> Philadelphia there for a I moment. I looked that up. Yeah. <laughs> this is where he lays out Frank's game that we've been seeing a little bit of, where Frank starts coming up. So now he's like snitching on Frank. He's just <laughs> like a tattletale this whole episode. <laughs> Snitch. <laughs> and he's saying that Frank, you know, doesn't come up with good plans. So then we flash back to early morning outside of the bar where we see Frank has done some good for the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like morning charlie's like locking up again run, only one running the bar yeah last to leave how can um, you do this with no help i mean what the fuck well that's the thing he's not really doing it right <laughs> i guess not that but it'd well be not that well but I, we will see later dipping in bleach and all that shit but yeah i it's mean really cutting corners <laughs> <laughs> frank comes out of nowhere and hits him with a stick yeah what are, what are you doing that's good. You want to do that? Hit people with sticks? He's like, it's a plan. What do you mean? It's a, like That's how bad the plan is, just hitting someone with a stick, seeing the reaction and being like, that's good. That's a plan now. 
like again it's an unreliable narrator with frank right. but wouldn't it be better if, Fra- if frank was coming up with real good plans would it make more sense like it would be funnier if he was like coming up with really good plans and charlie being like no 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 right 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 they would again something for frank to do but also fit into the chemistry of the episode right yeah frank i don't think frank knows what a plan is <laughs> uh he been, well, he's gonna show him something else i've been working on this all night and he comes over <laughs> as opposed to <laughs> at the bar <laughs> right uh and frank by i guess just by himself like just doing whatever has put up two extra stop signs at this four-way intersection yeah uh, looks like you made it safer <laughs> yeah and he goes oh he goes oh no shit <laughs> no shit <laughs> and yeah he made this little intersection here in front of the bar and like everyone like frank thinks that no one will go he says that everyone stopped that no cops will be able to go i mean has Frank never been on a four-way stop? Like, we've seen Frank driving the Countach. He's a nut. Yeah, <laughs> <So>. door open. <laughs> yeah. If I ever had a Countach, I would at least drive like around the corner <laughs> to the like door. the store, <laughs> like with the door open like that. Uh, and well, whatever. Charlie needs to sleep, so he's gonna go to sleep. And Frank just hits him with the stick some more. That's what I mean about him having more to do. Yeah, I mean, it's just not, I don't know, hit someone with a stick. We need a little bit more there. No meat. Yeah, it would almost be better if he, like, had his fireworks still or something, and he had, like, a bunch of meat with him. He was, like, still trying to, because later on he's getting trying to get D to do it, too. Yeah, at least if he's, like, trying to carry out the plan to some degree. In the present, at the church, Mac gets lost in the moment because he's a natural storyteller, and then he continues the story. Again, he doesn't know. He doesn't know what happened in the. He doesn't know. He wasn't there to see any of this, but he's saying oh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's saying that that Frank was gonna jam the stick up his ass, <laughs> and he's doing all this obscene language. Priest tells him to cool it, get stay off the the, the obscene language. Sorry, Father, I just got lost in the moment because I'm a natural storyteller. <laughs> <laughs> I love how People... he just endows himself with yeah. like. People who think they're natural storytellers. Or I, natural anything. Yeah, right. Like, if you think, it's, it, makes, it makes me think you're not. <laughs> yeah. I'm a natural storyteller. Uh, but he, Mac was being prudent, you see. He was mapping out his, gonna be his map, his, his, he was mapping out his successful lifestyle. You know, champagne, sailing. Always <laughs> I've wanted always wanted to wanted sail. To sail. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, he almost had his dream a couple episodes ago. P. Diddy's shrimping vessel. Oh, that's true, too. Yeah. He was very close to uh, his, his living out his dream on the P. Diddy, P. Diddy shrimping vessel. But uh, uh, this sailing thing, like, Mac always just wants, like, I always want to be a priest or I always want to sail or I always want the whatever. You he know what always I mean? wanted to have a dream. <laughs> right. Uh, and he, he says that he was the only one handling the success with class. <laughs> class? He was, he's, like, not even present. He's not even participating. Work. Yeah, he seems to be <laughs> super absent. And then D interrupts her with her lazy plan of getting out of work. Lazy's a sin, no, right? Lazy's a sin. <laughs> lazy's a lazy. You mean sloth. Yeah, yeah, sloth. Lazy's. <laughs> yeah, sloth. D's guilty of sloth. And she's prohibition. <laughs> prohibition. Uh, <laughs> I like how the <laughs> priest there finds that detail a little bit strange. Like, why are yeah, you telling me like, that? Yeah, like, well, it wasn't necessary. 
then we flash back to Mac and Dennis's apartment and we see D pitch Mac on the idea of replacements. This is such a funny idea where, you know, usually you see a scene like this or the idea of this is someone either putting pins in places they have been or marking places they want to go. Right, he's doing and the opposite. The opposite. <laughs> this is such a good idea. Like, this is such a funny, just just a funny idea. Just do the opposite. He's crossing right. off where he doesn't want to go. And then, of course, like any good thing, it just ends up being everything. Right, he doesn't <laughs> want to really go anywhere. He doesn't really have a dream. <laughs> yeah, like, he, like, like he, so he's going to go, he thinks he's going to sail around the world, but he's not going to go to Africa, he's not going to go to Europe, he's not going to go, like, South America, he's crossing all these places off. Yeah, he crosses out in order that I could tell is okay. Africa, South America, Russia, too cold. Uh, <laughs> Australia, too violent. Too violent. <laughs> Europe and Asia, uh, sorry, West, uh, Eastern Europe and Asia, too angry. Uh, he doesn't know what happens down here, which is southern like Flor- Florida? U.S. Yeah. yeah. And um, he doesn't know what happens out here, which is <laughs> the American West. Somewhere Greenland, Canada, and Alaska. I think Alaska is <laughs> the last to go. <laughs> it's such a funny idea just to be like, just to cross off all these places and then just keep going with it. Because she's like, oh, you're just going to do the U.S. then. And he's like, uh, that's what he thinks about. <laughs> Very funny idea. Uh, but then Dia pitches her replacement plan. Someone that would replace them and not, not only their jobs, but their looks and personality, sort of the whole package. But I'm kind of confused why she says, and avoid tipping. Yeah, you know, the, the, later oh, on... like tipping as a concept of what Mac was talking about earlier, or... Tipping as in paying them. No, I think what uh, tipping as the concept earlier, because it, it, it gets lost in translation somewhere in this episode. But Mac is talking about at the, the beginning, like we've tipped, right? We've tipped with tipping. But he says we're tipping up. I don't know how you tip up. But anyways, he's tipping <laughs> up. <laughs> OK. And, and, and but and then later on, even Charlie says it later. I'm trying not to tip. So it the seems idea like is they don't they're know at the top. To <laughs> well, some, yeah, they're not they're not really explaining it right, but the idea is they're at the top and they want to stay at the top and not tip downward. Right. You know what I mean? They're at their decline. zenith. Yeah, they're at their zenith and they want to keep it there. So they're trying not to tip downward, I, I believe is is the idea. Mm-hmm. Um that's what these and Max is like at, like our avatars. Yeah, sure if that helps you. If that helps. <laughs> In uh, in one of the um, in one of the trivia things I saw online, so it says like, oh, like the movie Avatar is mentioned here. I don't believe they're mentioning the movie Avatar. Nope, they're not. They're mentioning the actual word Avatar, Which like is what the word, word means. Yeah, exactly. Like exactly what they're doing is yeah. what this word means. Um, and they're like, let's go, uh, let's go tell Dennis. Like, yeah, because Max sort of gets... At first, he's off, not on board with this, but then he kind of is once he realizes it's an avatar. <laughs> I don't know why that changes everything. But <laughs> it, yeah, it, ha- sure. it helps him for some reason. So then in Dennis's room, we find out Dennis has gotten a chemical peel. Hey, 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 Dennis, wake up. I'm not sleeping. What are you doing? Why are you hiding under the covers? Mm. <gasps> My God. <gasps> Do I look foolish? Well, what in God's name have you done to your face? 
Well, I got a chemical peel. You look like a monster, dude. I was just trying to live up to all of your expectations of me. What expectations? Physical perfection. What? Clearly, the success of the bar has proved that I've achieved physical perfection, and now there's nowhere else for me to go but down from here, so now I'm hanging on by a thread. Why don't you lay off the skin treatments for yeah. a while? Yeah, yeah. Oh. You don't think I should mess with my face anymore? Well, right now, it looks like you're wearing a mask of yourself over your face. Mm -hmm. Not a good one. Not a nice mask of myself. Not a good one. Do you guys think that a normal mask of me would look good? Oh, my God. And if there was, would you guys wear it? What is happening I'm very here? confused. I'm going to be alone. Okay. All tennis clips? What's going on? <laughs> Uh, they're just the funny. I mean, it's the funniest part of this episode, don't you think? This Dennis stuff is the I funniest mean, it's part. It's funny, but it's also kind of sad. Like Dennis is so sad that he kind of like <laughs> makes me sad. It is, but you can't deny how funny this. Like, would you wear? The, like, there's a face. If there was a mask of me, it gets would you bizarre wear it? real fast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Mac comes in. Wake up! Wake up! He's not sleeping. <laughs> what are you doing? Why are you hiding under the covers? So he's alone in his bedroom doing this. Yeah, I guess he's probably been in there a while too, just kind of laying there. And uh, he he comes up out of the covers and they gasp. <gasps> Do I look foolish? <laughs> Do what I look God's foolish? Name have you done to your face? You look like a monster, dude. He like, looks away. <laughs> you look like a monster, dude. <laughs> Do I look foolish? <laughs> it's such what? a crazy word. Yeah, he's so like self-conscious. <laughs> and um, he, apparently he's been trying to live up to their expectations. And I oh, love... <laughs> do you, what expectations? And like Mac like points at himself like, like me? Like I had expectations? <laughs> like... <laughs> Uh, they're confused, yeah. Uh, Den the, the the success Dennis thinks the success of the bar is is means that he has. Where does this idea come from? The success of the bar means he's reached physical perfection, right? That's his idea. Extreme, um, <laughs> A to C from Dennis on yeah, yeah, like yeah, from yeah. the beginning of the episode. He's reached physical perfection and. Uh, they're like, uh, why don't you lay off those skin treatments? I love his response. Oh, you don't oh. think I should mess with my face anymore? <laughs> he goes, oh, you don't think I should? <laughs> <laughs> like, what more could he do? You look like you're wearing a mask of yourself. Not a good one. Not, Not a, a nice one. mask of Not myself. Nice mask. <laughs> no. Not a good Not one. A good one. Not, ni Not nice. No, not a good one. Not nice. And then, if there was a nice one, would you wear it? Would what you wear What is happening? <laughs> I'm very confused. It's funny, like, would you wear it? Because they're talking about him wearing yeah, a mask. Yeah, why would they wear a mask of him? He's lost it. I, I love it. So it made me, made me laugh every single time. And then him being like, I'm going to be alone. And, like, he's, like, mad at them. I like how he's leaving his own bedroom <laughs> yeah. to go be alone. <laughs> oh man, it made me laugh every time. Do I look foolish? <laughs> <laughs> every time. Do I look foolish? <laughs> foolish. <laughs> Very specific question. Yeah, like not bad. Do I look bad? Does it look ugly? Do I look foolish? 
<laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> uh, the Mac continues telling the story, and we flash back to Dean Mac auditioning auditioning Mac's avatar. See, because without Dennis to kind of like to shit on Dee's plans, Mac is saying he was lured into Dee's very sinful, sloth, like lazy plan. <laughs> I can't take responsibility for himself no. at all. <laughs> I, I hate that when people can't. <laughs> Me just say, too. Like, I did Me a too. Thing. Yeah, like I was lured into it. Uh, so that we, we then we we you know could we quickly there's a lot of just quickly cutting to Mac setting up the story. Then we quickly cut back into the flashback. So we're still in Mac and Dennis's apartment. And uh, do you get anything on this beefcake here in the scene? Yeah, I was kind of wondering about this beefcake. <laughs> Yeah. Like, why didn't they get Rex? I was wondering that too. Does this guy come back too? He does, doesn't he? I don't think so. No, just Rex? Uh, let me look real quick, but I don't think so. No, just one episode for uh, Michael O'Hearn. So He's... he does. this guy doesn't come back? No. Just one um... time. I wonder if there was a scheduling problem for Rex. Well, they just didn't think of the callback yet, maybe. Possible. Yeah, I mean, it's always possible. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and it, they give him a name, Luke, for some reason. Okay. <laughs> okay. It just should be Beefcake. Yeah, it should <laughs> straight up just be Beefcake. Uh, born 1969 from Seattle, Washington. He was in Workaholics, Con Men, Knight Rider, Days of Our Lives. I'd like to read you the first two sentences of his IMDb bio. Please. I don't know who wrote this, but someone wrote it. If you want to meet a real-life superhero, Michael O'Hearn is the closest human alive that fits that description. Oh, yeah, Michael O'Hearn. He's the original. A four-time Mr. Universe, O'Hearn has graced covers of over 470 magazines worldwide, earning him the title of 17th seven-time fitness male model of the year and putting that title in retirement. Wow. And also, the <laughs> balls on them to say Mr. Universe. The universe? The balls. <laughs> uh, well, I think that's a that's a real thing, Mr. Universe. I know, but the universe? Like, how do you know you're the the best in the universe? You know what uh, I mean? There could be other planets and shit that have stronger dudes. <laughs> yeah, you don't know what they get going on <laughs> on Mars. Yeah. Uh, this guy's also in a bunch of memes now. Have you seen all these memes this guy's in? <laughs> no. Which one? You see those memes? It'll be like I don't know. It'll say some something, and it'll be like the song. It's like, "Baby, don't hurt me, don't no hurt more. me," and it'll be like a ca- camera going around this like jacked guy in a suit. It's that. It's this guy. Oh, I no, well, I haven't seen it, so no. I don't, uh, it's I don't like know a, I see it on You'll Instagram. Have to send it to me. I'll, yeah. I'll, 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 I'll put it on. Our, okay, good, good idea. Yeah, yeah. Next, because you know when I'm flipping through reels on Instagram or whatever, mm-hmm. I, this guy comes up. He's like in a. He's like in a bunch of memes. Like oh, in that's a, like so a funny. Nice I, I just haven't seen it yet. <laughs> um. All right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. The 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 beefcake. Yeah. I thought it was strange it wasn't Rex either, but I just maybe I don't know. And it's strange this guy doesn't come back. Like both Rex and this guy should be coming back. I agree, and maybe doing something together. Oh, yeah. So, D, the, the, the guy's sitting here across from them, and they're doing sort of like an interview thing, and D fills him in. They're, they're, fills in the beefcake. They're, they're, 
they they get the hottest bar in Philadelphia right now, and they're looking for someone to fill their shoes literally. Um, yeah, you might notice a uh, set of dumbbells <laughs> by your feet. I like to lift those and curl them, but no, don't do it in a normal way. What does he mean by that? Oh fuck! I was gonna ask you that. What does he mean? Uh, what does he mean by that? Not a normal way. I don't know. There's a few ways to curl things, but when he does fire off the curls, he does a reverse curl. But I wouldn't call that not normal. That's right. a normal way to do a curl. It's called reverse. It has a name. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's a style. Yeah. If it has a name that we know what he's doing. Yeah. It's, it's normal. But not in a normal way. I don't know. It's very strange how he says that. And this is for a bartending job, though, right? <laughs> yeah, this is all part of it. Now get to work, beefcake. <laughs> you know, even D is like nodding her head, like, "Yeah, this is yeah. all part of it." Uh, the word beefcake. I love it. I mean, yes. I mean, it is the best. Like, <laughs> beefcake. It's just such a great word. And just to call somebody that. <laughs> I, I knew someone that used to say uh, "beef castle." What does that mean? For what? For beefcake. For a guy that's a beef yeah. castle? Yeah, beef castle. <laughs> I never heard that. <laughs> never heard that before. I think it was a homemade name. <laughs> uh, but the, sure, the guy's like, all right, I guess he could fire off a couple of reverse curls here. And of course, Mac loves to the fire term. off. I, I like that. They say that. That's a, that's a sunny thing. Fire something yeah, yeah. off. Fire like, something off. Pop. Pop that off, fire it off. He likes this guy. Mac likes this guy. He wants to fast track him. And D gets a little confused here. Uh, what, for you? What did D think this guy was auditioning for? <laughs> That's true. Like, <laughs> it couldn't be Dennis. It couldn't be Dennis. Can't right, be Frank. Yeah. Can't be Charlie. It's, it's, it's too bad, like, and I wonder if it was in the original episode, but it's too bad we don't see D's avatar and Dennis's avatar. and You know what I mean? Like... That'd be a fun thing right. to f- see the other avatars. Oh, it would have been funny to see them auditioning like a different character without like Charlie knowing. So we have yeah, a, we'll a have Charlie audition there. come in <laughs> without yeah. Charlie there. They're kind of getting the yeah. plan ahead. <laughs> and yeah, this is uh, Mac knows that this guy doesn't really look like him right now because he's been neglecting his fitness regimen. And yeah, he understands. <laughs> The guy just kind of gets a look. <laughs> D points out, and I think this is true, that Mac has never in his life ever looked like this guy. When he leaves the gym and he has a full pump. A full uh, pump. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and pointing at, 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 at the beefcake. <laughs> I'm surprised. Like, the beefcake almost like wants to laugh. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I uh, have a full pump. Doesn't he say the full pump thing? He says that again. Like, doesn't he say that in the, um, when he fights gay marriage? He says, I got, uh, I got a full. I was trying to get a full pump on. He talks oh, about yeah, a full yeah. pump. He used to work. <laughs> a fu- he used to get his pump on. <laughs> Another very always sunny term: a pump. Get my pump on. <laughs> <laughs> I like that term. I do too. <laughs> I do too. On. Get my pump on. Yeah. <laughs> in the in the present at the church, Mac compares himself to the statue of David. <laughs> uh, and Dee was right. That gorgeous muscle monster. Now we're starting to lean into Max finding muscle men attractive. Is yeah. this this is like really the first kind of like um, tap at well, that. Well, he was, he just got a partial to uh, Rex back in the day. Well, right, of course. He's I just, mean, he's I, got a bird that won't quit. 
And, oh, that's true. And also the predator stuff, muscle mass. He, he's oh. into big jack men. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, <laughs> this, yeah. Um, and he, she was right. You know, if he was gonna, if the gorgeous muscle monster was gonna be his avatar, he had to put on some bulk. So did he go to the gym? Now, <laughs> what do you know about the statue of David? Like nothing. So Mac history <laughs> lesson here is that when Peter made the statue of David, he was just hammering pebbles. He ordered the—I don't like the way he says the Jews. Mm-hmm. So I'll say he ordered mm. Jewish people to bring him a marble slab. This is <laughs> this is absurdly wrong. Um, statue of David was made by Michelangelo. Okay. During like the Renaissance and that shit. sounds familiar. It, yeah. It, it, David is a Bible figure. But they're not, it's not like. Why? Why what? Why is he a. Um, oh, David, the the statue, like the, the who the statue is of, the oh, guy he's David. Oh, he's a reference in the he's Bible. He's in the Bible. Okay. But the I'm statue like, David isn't made in the, he's, you know who Peter is when he says Peter? One of the apostles? One of the apostles, yeah. That's Peter a guess. Be, yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> right. That is right, though. Peter would be one of the apostles of Jesus' apostles. So, but that's not, it's like, that's not in the, the statue of David is not in the Bible. Statue of David's made, like, absurdly late after all that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. So it's just a funny idea that Mac has just, like, has no concept <laughs> of the religion he's <laughs> supposed to be a part of. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I just love that. When Peter made the statue of of David. Uh, I, I read this whole thing. I read the whole, all about the statue of David today. It's actually very interesting. So who and, is David in the Bible? Uh, that I didn't get too much into. Like, who is this David that's so fucking perfect? Uh, is it the David from David versus Goliath? I think it might be. You know, the David versus Was Goliath that in the story? Bible? That's a Bible story. No way. I believe it is. We're going to have yes. to look that up. Or we're going to sound <laughs> real dumb right now. <laughs> I know. Because I'm, I'm actually not, not 100%. Kidding. I'm not 100% <laughs> serious. I'm like 100% uh, sure. <laughs> okay. it's a, He's a biblical warrior. Is, David. Yeah. Yeah, I got it here too. David, uh, yeah. I'm not going to read any more, but yeah, in the <laughs> Hebrew Bible. It's not the David that's David versus Goliath? No, that is him. Oh, that is him. This is yeah. okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so th- that. So yeah. That's so. This. I love that. That Mac just has no. Uh, he almost. He. He. We had just slightly more knowledge of the da- <laughs> statue of David <laughs> than Mac. <laughs> like just slightly. I wouldn't even say that. We had the internet. <laughs> is what we had. <laughs> then now he starts ratting on Charlie. Charlie was frustrated. You know, he's getting aggravated with the customers. And he just says hit him and Dennis were cracking under pressure. So when we flash back to the bar and we see Charlie having a hard time bartending. Charlie is what they call in the weeds. Have you ever heard that term before? Oh, I'm living it, baby. <laughs> Truly, do you know that term in the weeds? Yeah, it's to be like, you know, behind, trying to catch up. I, I use that term uh, fairly recently and fiance Katie was very surprised I knew what it was. Because that's like a bartending restaurant term, being in the weeds. I'm surprised you didn't hear it from her first. She doesn't use her lingo around the house, her bar lingo. Oh, she doesn't <laughs> want you knowing. She doesn't want me knowing the codes. She, <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, in the weeds. That's what Charlie is right here. He's in the weeds. Uh, we got a guy We got a guy here at the bar here looking for two uh, 
he's not the guy looking for two cores and a gin and tonic. Right. We get a guy looking for a uh, Jack and Coke, and he's been waiting for half an hour. Who's this guy, you ask? <laughs> Who's this guy? Who's this guy? <laughs> Man at the bar number one. He's played by Rob Rozell. He's hey! an executive producer and writer of It's Always Sunny. He's also worked on The Mick, New Girl, Bless yeah. This Mess, Chad and David, and Cavemen. We're pretty familiar with his work. Yeah, by now we know <laughs> if we say Rob Rozell, we, we shouldn't have to, as well as our next guest, who is Scott Martyr. Oh wait, um, is this is this a buddy of his? <laughs> is, is this your buddy? You know, your buddy? <laughs> oh, that's right. Well, they get to meet each other on the way home. Um, I'm actually convinced that they met working on the Cavemen because I looked into their careers a little bit. Okay, and they both started working it on It's Always Sunny in 2007, and still work on It's Always Sunny. Yeah, uh, they also worked on the Mick together. Um, but it looks like uh, Scott Martyr also worked on Rick and Morty and BoJack Horseman. So there's a little divide, but they have been working together for quite a while. Yeah, it's it's actually it's re- it's nice to uh, get these guys in here as a cameo for sure. Oh, totally. Put some uh, faces to names. Yeah, he's been waiting a half an hour, and since he's been waiting a half an hour, he can wait another half an hour. <laughs> yeah, with an attitude like that. <laughs> another guy comes up here. This is Scott Martyr, and uh, he thinks his drink tastes like bleach. Well, that's because Charlie's dipping them in bleach so we can clean them faster. He doesn't have time to wash every single glass. He dips it in bleach, then it's clean. He just sort of says this out loud, like, just <laughs> doesn't think there's a problem with that. Or <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that's fine. Because the guy says, I'm not drinking bleach. Then get out of my bar. <laughs> <laughs> like, how, like, how, like, if you don't want to drink bleach, then you can leave. <laughs> <laughs> and this idea of like he's, he's like is that your buddy? No, <laughs> he says no. I don't even know him. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> I love this. Well, yeah, well, you don't even know him. Okay, well, become friends, and you walk home. Get out <laughs> on your walk home. Yeah, sorry. I love that. Like, is that your buddy? No, I don't even know him. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, well, on your walk home together, <laughs> become friends. It's a great. <laughs> and he does just like bobcat gulp weight scream. Yeah, I love even asking, "Is that your buddy?" Like kind of for no reason. <laughs> oh, like Charlie's like, "Oh, he's problematic," and then he's problematic. They must be friends. <laughs> yeah, he does his bobcat scream, and uh, Dennis this is where Dennis comes up, and uh, surprised he even left the house. Right. Yeah, he's just sort of he's in the bar as if he's like someone going to the bar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He showed up like as a patron, <laughs> right? He like sits at the bar and shit, like. And uh, Charlie just spills his guts why he's stressed and he's not yeah, having he a sucks good time at bartending. Yeah, when he's yelling at him. Why is his face so shiny? <laughs> uh, apparently, Dennis got his face peeled off with chemicals. Do you want to know why? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> I like how Dennis goes on to explain. Yeah, he's feeling the pressures and, um, you know, yeah, he created a, a certain level, level of success for himself and that, yeah. you know, he can't live up to anymore. And they keep using this term level of excellence. <laughs> excellence. And then Charlie's yeah. going on about his level of excellence. <laughs> he's at a 10 right now. I, I'd it's, say that's true. I mean, yeah. he's at least trying at a 10. Yeah, I yeah, he definitely has an A for effort. Uh, execution is like a D. <laughs> as far as I could tell, until until Dennis walks up and sits at the bar, Charlie's the only one there. Yeah. Uh, I don't know where D is right now. She's finding avatars. 
with Mac. Frank has been absent the whole episode. <laughs> yeah, so Charlie's like opened the bar, is doing everything by himself. Usually Charlie's excellence, though, is much lower, as Dennis points out. Um, but the tipping point is all about working hard and caring about what you're doing. And you want to get high in the background? <laughs> yeah, let's drop all this and get high in the background. <laughs> I like how they very quickly just We say all the time, why us. don't they just run the bar? And this is why. They simply are self-sabota- self-sabotaging. They won't let it happen. Yeah. Yeah. They just won't see it through. So in the back office, we see Charlie blow Dennis's mind when Dee and Frank come in and join them. We're hearing some techno music. Yeah, we get some uh, turpentine. Yeah, and and Charlie dancing <laughs> just for Dennis. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a show. It's like some sort of like weird interpretive dance. It's like, what do we have for music? Like techno-ish? It says, te- on, the, on the captions, it says techno music. Okay. And he takes Dennis's eyes, swallows them, has them come back <laughs> up into his own eyes, <laughs> and this blows Dennis's mind. Yeah, he's like, whoa. He goes, <gasps> he's, like, <gasps> he's like a gas. It's so funny. Uh, That's one of my favorite. And this whole, these two dancing here, or Charlie dancing for Dennis, this reminds me so much of Sunny Footy. Like, this is Sunny Footy on Instagram, like... It reminds me of, like, season two, It's Always Sunny. Sure, sure, yeah. M- just Maybe it's, like, the dancing man. It kind of reminds me of that. Yeah, and <laughs> just Charlie guy. doing, like, huffing drugs and stuff like that. Yeah, up to their old tricks. This is where then then coming in, Frank and Dee come in together. Mm-hmm. And Frank's got a plan. He's got the stick in his hand, and he also has a plan uh, about putting an M80 in a pigeon. You switch from lambs to live pigeons, which is odd. He just wants to he wants to put it under its wing, wait till it goes into the nest, and like blow up the flock. Is kind of like yeah, he's like, for some yeah. Tasty he talks about meat. the whole yeah. He says like the whole flock is gonna blow up. Like an M eighty is is like a, a pretty substantial firework, but I don't know if you can blow up the whole flock. I don't know. I I don't know what an M eighty does really. You certainly, I don't think, are going to flash cook. Meat. Meat. <laughs> <laughs> the idea of flash cooking is pretty crazy. Flash cook it. It's like in, it's like in, uh, it's like in, in a video game where like you'll kill a chicken and like a chicken leg will pop out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a bad look though for a comedian. Ugh. How do you feel about that word, comedian? <laughs> I hate that word. <laughs> I think everyone hates just that comedian. word. Comedian. Yeah. Yeah, just com- I, no one even says comedian anymore, I don't think. Just no, comedian. it's such like an old timey distinction. Right. And uh you know, that's a bad look, and it probably would be a bad look, but she doesn't really have to do anything. She just gotta kinda hold it. She is doing something. <laughs> uh what where where is everybody? She's yeah, got new bits. It's interesting they have an open bar, no one's there. Well, they left to go get high while everybody was in the bar. So you got to think everyone just sort of filed out. Yeah, they probably realized no one's there. Nothing's going to happen. <laughs> so they yeah. Uh, just no, nobody paid their tab. <laughs> and they just walked out. Uh, they hear some music happening in the back room. So they go back there. You know D what? does her. Every time they said that, I couldn't hear it until they showed the, music? the door. Right. Yeah. D does her, her catchphrase. 
what Dick calls them dick bags or part of one of her <laughs> catchphrases. Yeah. What are you dick bags doing back here? Dennis is uh watching Charlie do his thing. It's good. Man. It's like <laughs> it's good. good. <laughs> it's like good. watching Charlie do his thing, man. It's like good. <laughs> <laughs> and well, uh D is you know, D and Frank, they might as well sin and get high, right? Yeah, it looks like they did tip. And they pick up turpentine. They start sniffing turpentine. And then they say, Mac is the best. I love him. <laughs> this is very, they've done <laughs> stuff like this before. Like, as they, even in like Frank's brother, they did stuff like this. This, when they this is a really bags. funny one, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Frank. Oh, oh, Mac's the best. And then Frank starts talking about how he's much fatter than Mac. <laughs> yeah. And Dee does her uh, f- inflatable man dance. Uh, yeah, I noticed the P. Diddy boat dance. Yeah. And uh, Frank's got big titties, and D likes to eat babies. Kill Likes to babies. kill babies. Uh, Unborn kill babies. Unborn Unborn babies. babies. <laughs> it's good. That kind of reminds me of a mantis debacle. <laughs> right, just like kind of comes. <laughs> so then Mac continues the story, and we flash back to the bar, and Mac is shocked to find out everyone has dropped the Avatar plan. So, that, yeah, Mac wasn't really sure about that last conversation but that's probably how it went (laughs) and then now this is a funny thing where i don't know if i've ever seen this before in anything where there is a six weeks later in a flashback you've never seen this before so like within the flashback within the flashback we get a six weeks later yeah it's just weird to be the like flash forward in a flash inside of a a flashback yeah (laughs) yeah do you know what i mean i I I don't know if i've seen this before somewhere Okay. Maybe not. Just, it's always like, sunny, but in general, yeah. Like we're we're in a flashback, and then we flash forward <laughs> inside. I don't know. Still, it's still a flashback. Yeah. You know, what I, mean? I I just I don't know. Like, uh, so yeah. Six weeks later, we got a nice conversation here where they're inside the bar, and they've apparently apparently Charlie and Frank have found some blood, and they're gonna boil it. So that they can put it inside of Frank. So this is like, we're kind of like finally getting our cold open conversation. Yes, we are. And it's very reminiscent of boiling denim. Yep. It's just a thing that Charlie and Frank do when they find something. And then boil it. (laughs) Or boil it or just like tell the gang about it. boiling them. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And just informing the gang about it and the gang being disgusted. Yeah, Dennis is like, no matter if you boil it, you can't replace Frank's blood with bags of blood you found behind the hospital. Yeah, well, guess what? He's not replacing it. He's adding to it. <laughs> Which I'm sure is just <laughs> as problematic. Yeah, he's going to be bursting at the seams of blood. Ugh. <laughs> uh, what does boiling blood look like? Uh, it's got to be... Gore. What is the temperature blood boils at? I mean, it because it's already like ninety eight point five degrees, right? <laughs> I guess I don't know. I'm not a scientist. Me neither. And then Mac comes in. Hey, what's up, bitches? It really is like an intro. Yeah. It is like the beginning of an <laughs> yeah, episode. We're getting the intro. And this this happened right before Mac went to the confession. Yeah. So he did this, left the bar, went to confession. Went to confess. So we could have actually seen this opening mm-hmm. and then picked up at the confession. Yeah, interesting they chose to tell the story this way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, what's up, bitches? He's finally 200 pounds, and they can do the avatar plan. 
Back, that's mm-hmm. 200 pounds? He looks I'm like heavier. almost two. I'm almost 200 pounds. No, you're not. I got to be like 160, 170 that's at least. That's not 200 pounds. I know, but it's not. I don't look like. I don't nowhere near Mac. Yeah, because you're not carrying 40 pounds extra. <laughs> I guess. He just seems way bigger. Like, yeah, he, he looks like bigger. 220 to me. His arms are like not. Like his arms look like they have some muscle to them. Yeah, they have mass. In a way. Yeah. But not muscle. It's like muscle encased in fat. Remember? Yeah, try to move them. Remember when they're in the hospital? <laughs> try to move me. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's finally 200 pounds, so they can do the avatar plan. And they're confused, of course, but it's because, you know, he wants to sail, and D can tell her stupid jokes, and Dennis can pour acid on his face. <laughs> Are we still doing that? No, we gave that up like a really long time ago. Is that why <laughs> like, you've been stuffing your face for six weeks? <laughs> now, Dennis. And Charlie never were even informed of the Avatar plan. Or Frank, really. Or Frank, or you're right. The only one that knows about the Avatar plan D. was D. Yeah. <laughs> so it is interesting that they're like, like they kind of like they do remember it in a way. And he says, Charlie points out that that was many plans ago. It was, yeah, it was like a million plans ago. They've been yeah. involved all- in many plans and <laughs> schemes since. <laughs> all of us, including you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they he calls them plans and schemes. <laughs> yeah, so they're aware of like they're trying to do <laughs> shady shit. Right. <laughs> I almost wish he listed it off like we got trapped in that house. We like all the stuff that happened this season. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, we're even hearing about stuff we didn't get to see. Yeah. Um, I understand now that the episode is spliced together from a previous episode that was already filmed but the way the episode is told it'd be cool that if in all the flashbacks frank is like referencing roxy and they're like referencing all things that will happen this season you know what i mean yeah that's what i was thinking about because like timeline wise has had to happen before um right before the first episode yeah so in between seasons yeah so it would have been good if they i don't know let some like seeds grow, you know? So yeah, they've all been in, in, in various plans and schemes. And this is where Mac says, don't make fun of me. Just like Dennis said earlier, don't make fun of me. Like very vulnerable. <laughs> uh, he, look, he's got candy coming out of his pockets. Yeah, this is where they just start like openly mocking him. And <laughs> like, and he does his like, like temper tantrum. Like, yeah, don't laugh at yeah. me. Don't laugh yeah. at me. He tries to then, rip off his shirt. No, he <laughs> tries to try it. funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then even like, look, he's trying to pull his shirt off. <laughs> so in the present at the church, the priest absolves Mac and smites the gang, and Mac is satisfied. So after all that, now the priest understands. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. He just really <laughs> wants to get rid of Mac. He's like, yeah, I'll smite them. Whatever it is you want me to do, just leave, basically. Yeah. Yeah, because he says, like, he doesn't understand, and, and Mac tries to explain it again. He's like, my friends boned me. They were... They, 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 <laughs> Imagine they, saying they, that to a priest. Yeah, they boned me. <laughs> you know, they tricked him into doing this this avatar plan, but it's all about the avatar. The beefcake avatar. <laughs> he says that. It's all about the avatar. The beefcake avatar. 
and the priest is still confused, so Mac wants to just tell the story again. That is very the gang, don't you think? They always want to start the story over. Yeah, you obviously didn't understand. Let me start at the beginning. (laughs) No, no, no. He goes, fine. He thinks, like, okay, fine. If I... If I smite your friends and absolve you, you'll leave. And Max, and the way yeah. Max goes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, friends are smited and you're absolved. And again, this is like Mac, like not understanding the religion. Like he calls it like a spell. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. <laughs> that is really funny to make the priest to like map him onto like a wizard type person. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to be like you just cast a spell like. <laughs> Like and he's like, so when am I going to see the results? Yeah, when's this going to kick in? And the results he wants is when he is going to get thin. Mm-hmm. And the, and and he says about six weeks is what the priest says. Great, not hard. And I was wondering if that's possible. I'm wondering, well, if that's how long it is between seasons. How long do seasons like of television? Because you know when it kicks up the next season, he's skinny again. I have no idea. I don't know. Yeah, I'm wondering if it's like, oh, that'll be the next season in six weeks. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, not likely. Maybe when they first yeah, start not recording again. Yeah. Maybe he plans like, I have six weeks to get back in shape before I right. start working in the next season. Maybe that's. And uh, yeah, and Max um, happy about this. He'll see the priest in six. He's gonna go back to the priest in six weeks. Well, he's to, gonna like, follow up sure on happens. this. <laughs> he's gonna follow up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, end of the episode. Ross, what is your favorite character? Uh, my favorite character is going to be... Uh, it might be Charlie. Okay. It might be D. I mean, they're all pretty awesome because they're doing their own thing. And, like, we get to see their heightened version. We get to see Dennis. I mean, yeah. yeah, again, this is really... This is probably, like, the hardest episode to choose a favorite for me. I'm going to go with Dennis. You you love his scenes, in in him, like what's going Dennis on? Dennis in this episode is really strong. Dennis is just really strong with me in this episode. I don't know. It's just such a clear cut. What is funny? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's so clear cut. It's like yeah, you have to pick one though. All right, I'm. Uh, I'll go with Mac. <laughs> you said like all the other. <laughs> yeah, ones I know. <laughs> well, you can't say Frank is the only one. And what is your favorite line of dialogue? Well, he was the original. Oh, me too. I have the same thing. <laughs> I mean, well, yeah. Oh, that's cool. He's original. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> and w- what is your favorite scene? Um, I I kind of have two, and they're both like D interacting with the table, trying to tell mm-hmm. the joke, and yeah. um, Charlie kicking out Rob and Scott. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just yeah. like seeing the gang interact with the public is on their own is so awesome. Right. Like, really funny stuff. I agree. Uh, my For me, though, my scene, I'm going to go with Dennis in the bathroom with the black hair. That is a great scene. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. just... <laughs> it's just... Uh, I mean, if you didn't know, you'd say, oh, shit, that's Superman? No! Like, we, <laughs> <laughs> we know who Superman is. No, it's not you! <laughs> uh, all right, that brings us to the IMDB trivia game. These are three trivia facts. One of them is actually on the website IMDb. The other two are made up by me. Ross, please tell me the one that is actually from the website. Number one, this episode aired on Danny DeVito's 67th birthday. Number two, Frank hits Charlie with a stick. In Batman Returns, (laughs) the Penguin hits Batman with a stick. 
number three. <laughs> Flash cooking meat with an M80 is technically possible. I'm going to go in number two. <laughs> the, the penguin. Yep. You don't want to go like you don't want to go like like Anthony and go with number B. <laughs> number B. <laughs> Actually, it's number one. This episode aired on Danny DeVito's sixty seventh birthday. That I could so happy birthday. Yeah. yeah, happy birthday to, to Danny DeVito. Out there. What what was the date? November. Oh, I want to see, see if you can remember it. What is it? Throw a number out there. Oh, November. Uh, I'm looking at it now. November 17th. Oh, you're looking at it. <laughs> I knew it was in November, but I didn't know if it was the 11th or 17th. All right, Ross, that brings us to our final thoughts here. <laughs> does this episode keep tipping up, or does this episode look foolish? Keeps tipping up. This is a yeah, great episode. I, this might be one of the strongest of the season. It's funny, too, because it's one that you don't think about. No. It's one I didn't really even know well. No, me either. But the like again, I know I you're you you're making fun of me, but please don't make fun of me. I'm very sensitive right now. Yeah, I I like the dentist stuff. The <laughs> dentist stuff is so funny in this episode. <laughs> yeah, super strong, super strong. You never really see him like that. That's like you know what I mean. You never yes. see him, and just like the words they use they they choose for Dennis is so always like he talks strange. in a very specific way yeah. yes a very strange way and it's very consistent like it's like <laughs> his language is always kind of the same like eradicate i don't <laughs> eradicate those i'll eradicate those <laughs> uh all right yeah what do we uh what do we got going on for our next episode uh next episode we have thunder gun express eric you love this episode. What can we expect? <laughs> I know this is one of those episodes that's not on the rotation for me either, but I do I think I remember a, a fair amount of it. I more than I do this episode. Uh cuz I remember them getting stuck in the sewer, holding the clothes up over their heads. <laughs> yep, for sure. <laughs> uh I of course I remember Frank on the he's on some sort of tourist boat and he's recapping all of the gang's adventures. That's right. And we get, That's actually really funny. And we get to um, see each member of the gang kind of like fall out on their way to Thundergun. Thundergun, yes. That's right. Because like Dennis gets into like an accident with an attractive woman. Right. Frank can't catch the train. Frank and Max on some scooter or something. I remember Mac being on a scooter. He can't fit through the grate. So yeah, <laughs> right. he can't make the sewer cut. And then D gets washed away. Do they establish in this episode that Dolph Lundgren is Thundergun? Or does that come later? Oh, well, now you're asking a question. I, I, I can't answer. Yeah, I can't remember. I can't. Because I know at some point they established that Dolph Lundgren uh-huh. is who Thundergun is. And that he hangs dong. Is oh, that, is yeah. That? <laughs> hangs dong is the thing that, they, that comes back in like season 14 or something. <laughs> but very funny. yeah, very important. Uh, and they're all yeah. excited for that too. They're all like, "Yeah, we're gonna see that <laughs> yeah, dong." All of them. <laughs> yeah. The term "hanging dong," like a term I've never heard anywhere else. <laughs> Hang dong. Oh <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, I'm actually looking for uh, looking forward to revisiting this because I had such a good time revisiting this episode. Same. Um, I figure I'll probably love it. I'll probably love everything that's going on. Every time I watched um, How Mac Got Fat, I ended up watching this, so, so I really enjoyed it. Like oh, I didn't stop nice. myself. I was like, no, this, this, this is fun. 
It's a interesting, interesting episode. Okay, yeah, I, I didn't, uh, I didn't watch it. I only was the only did the Mac off that. I didn't pop ahead. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. But um, don't worry, right, yeah, I'm, like, I'm looking forward to that. Don't worry, Eric, you weren't required to watch. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't make fun of me right now. I'm really You're really vulnerable. <laughs> vulnerable right now. Okay. <laughs> I love doing the gang telling the other, like, don't make fun of me. It's all they do is, like, destroy each other. Yeah, they're you know at mean? each like... other's throats. <laughs> uh, all right, well, thank you, everyone, for uh, listening and making it uh, through this all the way to the end here. We appreciate that. And until next episode, a, a good, good day, day to you. Always Sunnycast is not endorsed or affiliated with Always Sunny in Philadelphia, the FXX Network, or Philadelphia. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of Eric Regan and Ross Northrup. Email thoughts, questions, suggestions, corrections, or things we just plain forgot to alwayshoneycastpod at gmail.com. If you have a moment, please rate, subscribe, and review the podcast. And as always, thanks for listening, you jabronis.